that's, uh, you know, normally we take uh, almost an hour to do the meditation, and then we take the last half an hour or so. I usually offer a little beginning theme, and then to see what people are learning in their own lives. You know, whether we are conscious of it, or even whether we are intentional about it, we're all learning about love. Even avoiding love is, we learn a few things. You know, avoid doing it formally, or thinking that it's silly, or whatever attitudes you might have. As I mentioned, it's just somewhat astounding that something that is capable of delivering real good feeling is often almost always neglected. I mean, we spend a lot of time thinking about how to make money or how to be liked by the people we want to be liked. But how much time, like if we added it all up in our lives, have we spent deeply reflecting how can my mind, my heart be more fully established in that delicious feeling of love <laughs> or that stabilizing feeling of love? It's just interesting. And I was thinking about it because, you know, I'm sure I'm not alone um, feeling a bit pushed around by politics in this country and uh, disheartened in different ways and but I, it's not about people's political, particular political leanings as much as it is about being in a world that's divisive, which I would imagine everyone feels regardless of people's political leanings. And then, so what does love look like when it's really divisive? And, and one thought I, that came to me, and it may be sort of a beginning of a discussion we can have, and this, is, this really comes out of the Buddhist teaching, you know, as we value present moment awareness, we see how easy it is to cause ourselves harm. And we see how easy it is for other people to cause themselves harm and for each other, for all of us, to cause each other harm, right? It's pretty easy. I mean, in our intimate relationships, it's so easy to hurt the other person, even when we have no intention to, let alone our cats and people, colleagues at work and things like that. It's just really easy. And so the, <coughs> the arising of love, kindness, loving kindness, is that understanding where we realize how easy it is to cause harm. So on the one hand, we're noticing the enormity, like how much suffering there is, how easy it is to set more in motion, and how much I don't want to set more in motion. Right? So that's, that's the beginning where we realize I want to take care. I want to pay attention because I don't want to cause unnecessary harm. It's not like we can actually get through life without stepping on toes. I'm not sure that's possible. I mean, th the setup as a living being is uh, life eats life. Right? We're sort of in this world of power and competition, 
so one, one thing to reflect on is this deep, resonant valuing of non-harming. Like, there's enough suffering. I don't want to cause more suffering. Oh, I got to deal with this at work, but I don't want to cause more suffering. Oh, I got to deal with this with my family, but I don't want to cause more suffering. I got to deal with this thing in my, you know, this addictive habit that I have. But I don't, because I don't want to cause more suffering. So it's everything is in that context. So instead of valuing harming, we're valuing non-harming. And one of the more famous lines from the Buddhist teachings, a lot of you know this: "Hatred never ceases through hatred, but through love alone. This is the eternal truth." Because it always feels like aggression and ill will, hatred can be justified. And with a statement like that, we just want to get curious, like, does it actually help anybody when I get, I mean, even when we're getting frustrated putting on our pants in the morning, you know, or we get frustrated in traffic, who does it help, that ill will, that frustration? Does anybody benefit? As opposed to softening, being more gentle, having a wider view, like, oh, yeah, sometimes it's like this. And even if somebody, in a sense, is the cause for the irritation I'm feeling, there's probably uh, many, many causes for that person to be acting the way they are. You know, like if we really saw everything that that person, I think about this in terms of people that I might want to think as an evildoer, you know, the bad one, the bad person who's causing so much suffering. And then not to deny that their actions might be deeply unskillful and causing harm, but to just see what's behind that person becoming who and what they are. Right? They didn't just drop in from nowhere. There are causes and conditions, and they, their life, what they're doing, is the perfect expression of all those previous causes and conditions. And it's not about letting anybody off the hook. It's just about understanding the way it is. So then when we respond because we want that unskillful action to end, we're not wasting our time hating the person. What does that do? We kind of are in the muck, going muck getting dirty. So how can we be fierce and engaged and responding to suffering because we care in our families, in the wider world, without resorting to hate or ill will? This talk, like all programs at Common Ground, is offered freely in the spirit of generosity. To learn more about Common Ground and its programs, or if you would like to donate, please visit our website, www.commongroundmeditation.org.